Hey, hey, hey. What the fuck is up? <laughs> Can you guys hear no. me okay? Am I oh, coming yeah. clear? Yep. Am I clear? Clear. Technical difficulties, so apologies. Um, welcome to the Hoop Talk. Woo-hoo. Woo. Karen, how was your Mother's Day weekend? It was motherfucking dope. No, it was motherfucking relaxing. It was just That's a good. day of chilling. It was beautiful outside. Got me a nice dinner. That's great. Yeah. You get your red lobster? Oh, no, not this time. No. <laughs> that red lobster is my, I'm alone by myself dinner. If oh. I want seafood, I'm going, and I'm with other people, we going up, up, Hog Island, lobster, seafood <laughs> company, you know. <gasps> <laughs> Got did you just, did you just spend did you spend most of your time just at like hanging with your daughter? Yeah, and Ollie virtual? and I just kicked it. Oh, I have. She drew me Baby Yoda as my Mother's Day <gasps> gift card. Isn't that cute? You guys want to see it? Yeah, show it, show it. That's so cute. How about you, Kendall? Did you do anything do anything for your mom while Karen ran out to get that? Oh, wait, oh my gosh! Oh wow! That is so cute. Isn't that the cutest? Rehan, that's Rehan, baby. Oh, oh, you know what? You should take a picture. We'll post it on the um, Instagram stories. Fuck yeah! So cute. What about you, Kendall? How did you spend Mother's Day with your moms? Uh, I worked. We grilled. Uh, oh, nice. Down for the grilled. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, not much you can do these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you do what you can? You're like, I'll buy a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah i did that <laughs> <laughs> that's already done can't do it again <laughs> yeah. i love it joyride <laughs> oh that's great that's great well i'm glad we were all able to spend some time doing something keep our minds at least yeah. off of the reality of the situation that what we're about in. you liz did you cook yeah, anything you do? do any crafts uh, read the new york times no i mean we kept the tv off for the most part just oh. so that we could you know, read my paper and, you know, did like bagels for brunch, whatever. I called my sister, my mom and nice. uh, they're doing well. So it was a good, good. looked at, looked on, uh, you know, checked out all the social media because everybody's like posting and <laughs> just getting all the love. Yeah. Getting did you, all the love. Did you see the Erica Badu list, uh, Jill Scott? Versus? Oh my God. Oh. The energy, the vibes. The Palo Santo came out. I mean, the house was filled with smoke of some kind. Listen, and it women was know how to do it right, right? <laughs> it was energy. <laughs> so yeah, so I was very happy with that. I like so, Well, I'm glad we all had a good uh, weekend. Um, so excited for our Ooh. Women Crush Wednesday guest. I cannot wait. It's so exciting. I know. And- our backgrounds are hints. I don't know, some yeah. hints. I got Dodger Stadium. Yeah, we got some hints going. But before we bring her on, because she's waiting in our virtual waiting room, um, let's do some house cleaning and update, shall we? Let's do yeah. this. Okay, so for our house cleaning, as always, please subscribe or like and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Pandora, wherever you listen to the podcast, we will be there. I promise. If you search the Hoops Talk podcast, you're going to find us. I promise you. You're gonna so find it. you're going to find yep. it. Yep. Also, this is a major podcast tip. If you subscribe to our podcast, 
you will actually get alerted when a new episode is available. So Mm -hmm. I get my alerts. I get my alerts. And if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll also get a premiere of our show and then you'll be able to see the show. So there you go. Benefits. So many hot benefits for subscribing. Okay. Hot hot, wet tips. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) I don't know how wet they are, but yeah, they're they're hot. (laughs) Is it wet like cool right now with Gen Z? I mean, no, that's no idea. You know I don't (laughs) know. I don't, don't know. know about that. Um, we're also, make sure you follow us on our all our social handles. We're on TikTok, Instagram, um, and Twitter. Our TikTok is going really well. My Our intern is really doing a great job. So I'm make loving sure his support. content. I mean, he, I mean he's so cool and cute and trendy. I'm not just saying that because he's related to me. <laughs> but sure. also... He needs to learn how to spell. I've already. That, yes, yes, I did maybe, notice that. Maybe we could gift him Grammarly. <laughs> he needs a spell check. I need to call that momager of his. <laughs> I know, like, my girl, he's getting graded in the spelling. Uh, un- uh, well, unless she's also doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> she's all looking it over. Looks good. <laughs> but great, sweetie. Yeah, you're doing a great job. So <laughs> go check us out on TikTok. I think it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, support our support our little booze out there. Um, that's all for me for house cleaning and updates because I I want to get our guests in. So unless you guys have anything else, I think we just roll in our guests. So let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Marisol Castro, welcome to the Hoops Talk and our Women Crush Wednesday segment. Hi, I don't think I've ever been a a woman crush before, so I'm very excited to pop my woman crush Are you kidding? At least that I know of. That I know of. I might I might have been someone's. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. I am I'm a thousand percent sure that you've been someone's. You're definitely ours. So that's all that matters. You know what? And after after this show, you're gonna be blowing up. I mean, what can I say? (laughs) Especially because I'm exposing my closet. And my bathroom. Yes. There yes. you go. Life. <laughs> but that douchebag that like posts weird pictures of my feet. There it is, dude. The shoes, they're in there. They're in there. Oh, good. So now I have a hashtag I can use to get more viewers. Perfect. <laughs> Need that reach. Need that reach. No cap. No cap. That's going to be a YouTube tag for sure. For fetish. Oh, my God. Well, thank you girls for for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, we're so stoked. So super excited. As you can see, we even did our backgrounds all baseball. Well, I was going to say, I see Field of Dreams. (laughs) I see, is that Dodgers? This is Dodgers. Yeah, I got Dodgers Stadium. Yeah. And then I see someone with a Dodger lid that looks like Little League something. Sandlot movie. Sandlot. 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 I love it. We want it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we definitely wanted you to feel like you were 
doing you baseball like at the ballpark yeah the ballpark and truth be told like this native new yorker it's it's out there i grew up a bronx fan a a yankees fan because i grew up in the Mm. bronx but obviously i work for the mets but dodger stadium is one of my most favorite ballparks it is is good it is a good one so Mm -hmm. beautiful yeah it's a good it's a good one i actually just went to a game recently but my husband is a Yankees fan. <laughs> so we used to actually travel on our summer to different ballparks that the Yankees were playing in. So I love that. Little did trivia. you like that or did you not like that? I did like that because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I free mean, vacation. <laughs> I got a free vacation for just, you know, being watching of, yeah game. watching right, a watching, game watching the Yankees play something um, that's actually my dream to do with my children um but their their summers are like so packed I don't have time oh. to do anything like if I can bring them to City Field it's like it's a miracle because they're mm-hmm. they're so they're so hectic well I mean I'm sure they would have fun there though wouldn't they oh for sure they do yeah. they do when yeah. they come to the ballpark you know, they sit in the control room, nice. and the clubhouse. They sit in the booth with me. Lucky. That's cool. No, they, I want to die and come back as my kids. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good comeback to be your kids. <laughs> that, that, like, that is for damn sure. <laughs> well, Marisol, I fell in love with you just to give background of where I heard you. Um, you were on another podcast that are friends of our podcast, The Latinos Out Loud. and I love them shout out to them and I listen to you and you talk about your career and just like you know just in general just you talking about yourself and what you do and how you did it and I was so inspired like oh my gosh like how cool is it that you are a first Latina and a first woman doing what it is that you do so to start off to be like more (laughs) legit you are a journalist, uh, a broadcast host, but you are also the PA announcer for the New York Mets in City Field. Yeah, so fucking cool. I have, to, I have to tell you, when I hear people read off my resume, I'm like, who are they talking about? <laughs> oh, man, your imposter syndrome. Get rid of it. No, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I will, I will tell you, oh, are we allowed to drink? Oh, absolutely. Drink, swear, whatever yeah, you want to do. Yeah, do whatever. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Normally, yes. I don't drink white, but my mother only drinks white, so, you know, I had to. <laughs> it works. Make it mom, works. Make mom happy. <laughs> um, I was talking about imposter syndrome the other day uh, with a good friend of mine, telling her, like, you belong here. Like, mm. stop it. And she was like, and what about you? I was like, we're not talking about me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, unfortunately women are like, Oh wow. Really? I get a seat at the table and we need to stop that. We really need to stop that nonsense. I interviewed the other day, other morning on the morning show, Daria Baronado, um, Mm. AKA Sonia Deville of WWE. Yeah. And you know, when I started talking to her about being the first openly gay athlete in WWE, Mm. I thought to myself, and I said this, you know, it's 2020 and that's still a thing. Like yeah, it's yeah. still a thing yeah. to yeah. be openly gay or yeah. to make that pronouncement. And I just, I long for the day where it's not normal. I long for the yeah. day where it's not, you're a female athlete. You're just right. an athlete. Yeah. You're yeah. not the female PA announcer. You're just the PA announcer. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah. really know when that shit is going to happen, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, 
Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe Corona will have a hand in it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's kind of why, that's why we're doing what we're doing, you know, yeah. and that's why we want a voice like yours on here to, to make it more normalized, yeah. right? These conversations yeah. should be normalized. They shouldn't be the like, you know, the outlandish shout cider conversations that we're having. We should right, just be right. able to normalize Shadows. it. Yeah. So right. hopefully that will happen. But your, your career has been one, I mean, I wrote it down because I just thought this, it's very, it's very much uh, inspiring to me. And it's just because you, it's just, I don't know, it was, it's a, there's a, an eclectic, there of course is the focus on journalism, but just the way that you came to where you're at now, it just makes me feel like, okay, it's okay to be diverse in your background. So you, this is what I got from Wikipedia. Oh, this I can't wait to hear. So this is, I always preface everything with, I learn everything I know from the internet. So take it from there, you know. We should do like a, every time you you say something false, I'll drink. Yes. (laughs) Well, and it's the 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 internet. Yeah, you might have to get that bottle, bring that bottle in. Exactly. Um, So it says here that, you started at Good Morning America on CBS Weekend Edition as a features correspondent from 2000. Oh, wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay, I started at News 12 The Bronx. Oh, I okay. Started, but listen, if I if they want to have me starting at the network, that's where, it's at, that's where it's at. And I, have, I went back to my roots. I, I started at News 12 The Bronx Okay. Um, as a one-man band carrying okay. that heavy camera. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. yeah. Oh the God. year was 2000. Wow. <laughs> and was that, was that right out of school? Right like- after, right after college, mm-hmm. um, I was supposed to go to law school. I was going to be a lawyer okay. okay. because I had aspirations to become the first Puerto Rican Senator from the state of New York. Oh, wow. That's and clearly I, clearly that never happened. Um, okay. but I taught high school English for three years in okay. and coached girls varsity volleyball to a state championship, I might add. Oh, oh congrats. I mean, to Wiki. I mean <laughs> um, but so I, I knew I wanted to go back to school to do something and I always loved writing. So I ended up at the Columbia mm-hmm. Journalism School. Of course, my family was like, what are you gonna do with that degree? And I was like, right. I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> and I'm nosy, I'm just naturally nosy. And uh, I literally, I read the newspaper every day, but I didn't watch television news Mm. with any regularity at all. And if Mm. I did, my cousin and I would watch to see what the anchors were wearing. And like, (laughs) I don't like that lip gloss. Oh, I love that lip gloss. (laughs) Terrible, but that's, that was the extent of my broadcast watching. And um, upon graduating, I just, I was incredibly lucky that I was at the right place at the right time. I was at the Puerto Rican Day Parade with my cousin and my sister, Hmm. and we were watching um, a News 12 van set up a live shot. And I kind of said out loud, oh, it's so nice not to be a one-man band. And this woman heard me, and she said, what do you know about that? So I gave her the spiel, oh, I just graduated from Columbia. The Columbia graduates from Columbia. (laughs) And she said, oh, would you have a reel? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, here's my card. I'd love for you to meet my news director tomorrow. Mm. That was a Sunday. I had graduated the Tuesday prior. Wow. Wow. I had been drinking from that (laughs) Tuesday to that Sunday. Because J school is fucking hard. (laughs) Like, anyone watching this, 
who wants to go to J school, hit me up. I will tell you, you will cry every day, but it is so worth it. Um, so I looked at my sister, my cousin, I was like, I don't have a reel. I need to go. Fake it till you make it. Get it. Yeah, so get I it. Ran, I ran back to 116th and Broadway. I slapped together a demo tape and my friends were looking at me. They're like, Madi, if you get hired with this piece of shit you're putting together, you give us hope. And I was like, watch <laughs> And the next day I was offered a job. Wow. But the oh. thing is, but the thing is, I didn't think I was going to be on air. I apply, I thought, okay, I'm going to work at News 12. I'm going to write. I'm going to be a producer. Because that's why I got into the business. I wanted to write. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I went out the next day. I shot a piece, blah, 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 blah. And the news director wanted to see what I had put together. And he looks at it and he said, well, where's your stand-up? And I was like, I told you, I will make your anchors superstars. I will produce <laughs> the hell out of this thing. And he looks, he's like, are you even wearing makeup? And I was like, no. He goes, go find some makeup. So went into the newsroom. And um, to, this, to this day, she's still one of my dearest no. friends, Ida Siegel, who works for WNBC. She was like, girl, just put on some lip gloss, concealer, wow. mascara, shoot your stand-up in the parking lot. And at like six o'clock, there was my story. And my mother called. You know, I didn't have a cell phone. She called the newsroom. <laughs> they were like, Marisol, your mom's on the phone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. And, that, and I never looked back. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Wow. So that's cool. it was News 12, okay. Channel 11, then Good Morning America. Okay, Good Got Morning then America. Then CBS. Then CBS. <laughs> okay. okay. Then okay. I said, to hell with broadcast journalism. <laughs> Really? What? Well, yeah, I was going through a very acrimonious divorce. Oh. And I was like, it. ugh, mm -hmm. it was very icky and mm -hmm. soul searching and all the rest. And then I was broke because it turns out divorce is really expensive. Mm. For some. Yeah. For this, Ben de Harry. Should have went to law school. <laughs> ESPN. And what's so funny okay. is that I, at every, every stop I had in my broadcast career, mm. I always pushed for sports stories for no particular reason. Mm. I just, I grew up playing sports, mm. my brothers, my sister, we all played sports, mm. you know, and growing up yeah. in the Bronx, we played stoop ball, like we played mm. wiffle ball. That was our yeah. thing. And so I guess it was this strange, like, the white matter in my brain was mm. preparing me for something. I didn't know what it was at the right. time. And so at GMA, I got the moniker of Sporty Spice because I would push <laughs> these stories and they'd say like, I'd say, dude, we need to cover the Super Bowl. <laughs> no one, no one wants to. <laughs> People who watch morning television don't care about the Super Bowl. I'm like, yes, they do. You know, or, yeah. you know, we need to cover the World Series. So I realized, oh, let me find someone hot. Yeah. That the moms at home, Mm -hmm. Yes. So my producer was like, hey, do you know who Tom Brady is? I was like, my bags are packed. <laughs> Where are we going? They know more. Yeah. And so that that was, you know, we we slowly, you know, started right. to ease in at the feature stories of sports. And okay. I remember the year we covered the ESPYs and they were like, are you sure this is going to be a thing? And I was like, oh. You're an innovator. Yeah. You're like, a, I, I don't know about that. But then when I got to ESPN, I was like, oh my God, I don't know shit about sports. Because ESPN is like 
Florida. It is the Mecca of right. sports right. nerds. Like everyone there lives right. and breathes it. And I was so fortunate to work there. Um, That's good. It was only a, a quick three-year stint, but I still am friends with everyone I worked with. And it was, it was magical. I mean, I met Prince Harry for crying out loud. What? Dang. Girl, I was there when they met. I was there when they met. That's amazing. Oh, at Invictus in Orlando. What? Take a deep down my take a deep dive oh. down my Instagram. Okay. And we'll find that shit. Excuse me, that should be on but yes, it was, um, uh, yeah, Invictus wow. Games, boxing, Little League World Series, so much fun. I bet. Well, here on your wiki, it so does say it? that you were a host of the Premier Boxing Championship yes, on July 2015. Yes. Okay, yes, that's right. Did you like boxing? Okay, so here's the thing. So ESPN calls, and I had I had had a part. Look at this one. She's like, oh, this this is gonna be. <laughs> um, I had had a partnership. You know, ABC is obviously owned by Disney, and Disney's yeah. parent company, ESPN. So my last few years at GMA, we just once we had decided, like, oh, people actually do who watch our show actually do like sports. I started doing the weather forecast mm. for the featured Sunday uh, Sunday games for the NFL. <clears throat> so ESPN. And I had, we had a relationship. Okay. That was like this strange courtship over many years. Weather and kind of, sometimes I'd flirt with it. Sometimes I wouldn't. And like most things in life, timing is everything and you can never force an outcome. And so they literally were like, we have this opening. We want you to come here. And, you know, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, Mm -hmm. especially for someone like me, because I think with ESPN, Though they have a deep bench of like sports geniuses, Mm -hmm. they also respect just people who are journalists, you know, who question why, who are not afraid to be on camera, who are not afraid to, you know, do live interviews with Mm -hmm. bedlam all around them. And I think that's what they saw in me because when I did weather, I was literally reporting from the eye of the storm sometimes. So they were like, oh, this girl can talk. Well, there are like 60 mile per hour winds. So let's, let's give her a shot. You've actually gone into. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I was, my first hurricane, my producer had to tether me because I was literally, they were all afraid I was going to get blown away by the wind. You know? Yeah. <laughs> to 10 pounds soaking wet. Oh yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. that. It was, it was like, it was awful. It was, it was you don't bathe for days. It's, oh. that's, a, that's a story for another day. Right, right, um, right. But when I went to ESPN, mm. they're like, you know, they put you through the ringer. You literally meet everyone at ESPN, including the janitor. In the span of eight hours, okay. they feed you a celery stalk and a protein bar, a glass of water. And they're like, okay, you have five more interviews. Go. Oh, wow. And so at the end, they're like, so this is um, for boxing. And I was like, gee, why didn't you say curling? I mean, <laughs> hold my swing. I was like, boxing? Now, I'm fortunate that my parents grew up, uh, when I grew up, they watched boxing. They loved right. boxing. But it was always on so late, I fell asleep. Right. Um, so I knew like who the usual suspects were, but I was yeah. like, you know what? I can totally do this. When Good Morning America hired me, I had no weather experience, none, but mm-hmm. I studied it. Well, it was my job, but I studied right. it because <laughs> right. that's just how I'm hardwired. I need right. to understand why things happen the way they do. So they said boxing, 
But we also want you to do Little League World Series, which I was like, oh my god, Little League World That's Series. So That's and then fun. and then like That's special fun. events. Okay. I was like, done, done, okay. and done. And um, my first fight, I was so excited because um, first of all, I, you know, you get dressed to the nines. Boxing fans are barbaric. <laughs> but they're lovable barbarians okay that makes sense and boxers and their entourage are so cool mm. like I don't know if you girls have been to like deep in NBA world or NFL world or any of these you know the entourages yeah. are yeah. like stop oh, yeah. no you can't you know I'm yeah. sorry you can't talk to him right now or whatever yeah. Yeah. boxers I mean I would literally be in the hotel breakfast bar getting Cheerios next to like a middleweight champion and he'd be like oh skim milk or almond milk like they're just so they're so lovely and they're just very engaging and, yeah. and lovely and um my first bout I'll never forget sitting in the corner and you know feeling like splatters on me or whatever yeah. and one of my producers is like well you've arrived and I looked and I had sweat oh. and blood, and, blood. Oh. and I was like Blood, sweat, and tears. Yes, uh, it's so disgusting, but it's so cool. Like, uh, my be like, you're gross. gross. Wow, that is. You know, you front, literally front row seats. Wow, wow, and you were able, and you like could talk about. I mean, I assume. I mean, I'm yes, because, and here's the thing, and this is what I tell, um, particularly girls who are looking to get into sports journalism. Mm. I'm lucky that I started in news because in news, you tell a story, you mm. observe something and you essentially tell this happened, then this happened, mm. then this happened, and you're watching it with your own eyes. Mm. And it, the same is true of sports, mm. you know, in yeah. boxing, you know, I wasn't doing what Teddy Atlas does, which is he was literally doing play by play, but I could see what was happening and then when I, you know, when, when the producers came to me and I had my 30 seconds, yeah. I basically gave a, re- gave a recap of what I saw. And then I could interview his corner man right. or, you know, his manager. And so truth be told, I also studied it because I was like, I'm the only chick. Again, I was the only woman on the broadcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The craft services person wasn't even a woman. Um, Whoa. <laughs> but I was, but I was, but I was fortunate that they all took me under my, under their wing mm-hmm. and I would ask, you know, who is this? Mm. They'd sit me down. They'd, they'd tell me everything they possibly knew. They, if I asked for any sort of research, oh, check out this fight. Oh, mm. he, he fought this person or this person because they wanted me to win. You know, they didn't want me awesome. to sound like yeah. an idiot. Or, um, so they were, they were very, very supportive of me and very cool. And I, I was very fortunate mm. that way. And the same thing with Little League World Series. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. I mean, I worked, oh. with, Aaron, I worked with Aaron Boone. I was like, Wow. I saw you in 2003 when you hit that homer and you saved the day and we all yelled, boom. <laughs> you know, and he's like, and now I'm tossing to you. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that I love that you were in a supportive place, you know, where people wanted yeah. you to win. Cause that, I mean, I guess for the most part, once you're in it, once you can even crack in it. Right. Right. I think sometimes just cracking the door and being ready to get in it is most of what keeps you the road, what the roadblock is. Yeah. And then it's all the other, it's all the other naysayers. I mean, I I also Mm. think, you know, like what other people think of me is none of my business. And on Mm. my very best day, I can practice that 
no problem. And on my yeah. worst day, I'm like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yesterday, I just, uh, Las Mayores, which covers this, um, they're the, sort of the Spanish speaking arm of MLB. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they were very, very kind. Um, and they interviewed me about my experiences. Mm. The first PA announcer, and first Latina PA announcer. And they put together this great segment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <clears throat> And then MLB did a thing with me and Jess Mendoza about celebrating Mother's Day. And Jess Mendoza is a very mm-hmm. dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and they post it. And I don't, I tend to not check social media on the weekends, but my mm-hmm. niece, who's my goddaughter, who no matter what I tell her, she's ignoring me. She wants to become a sports journalist. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a forgiving thing. She's like, I know. Um, but, you know, so she's like, have you checked your Twitter? And I was like, no. She goes, don't <laughs> and it was like you know the trolls and I was just mm. come on man it's Mother's Day yeah give me a yeah. break you know yeah. and then she's the one that's like what other people think of you is none of your business and I was like you're absolutely right yeah. but you're Mother's right. Day really right. <laughs> no I actually think Father's Day was trending on Mother's Day oh yeah I saw on that. Twitter it was so Gosh. it's just like it's so bizarro it's like I mean, I guess that's really, that's good advice to deal with, with the, this, you know, Twitter craziness, right? Yeah. It's just none of your business. I mean, is that normally how you, I mean, I know you said you're not on social, you know, just on the weekend, but is that an advice you would just give to anybody? Because to your point, sports journalism as, I mean, in general, but then as a woman, it's like a whole nother layer that's happening there. Is that? Yeah, it is. I mean, listen, it, what I always say, whatever works for you, works for you. You know, mm. my first, my first, I almost said first semester, oh, to be intelligible. <laughs> my, my first season, with the Mets, um, I was the fall guy for everything. You know, if the Mets mm. lost, it was my fault. Damn. Um, wow. I announced the wrong, it, I, I, you know, right. You know, I was, how could a Yankee fan be working for the Mets, you know? And, oh, and it, but I also understood it. Like sports fans are die hard. Like we mm, yeah. love our team's hard and especially New York teams like we'll be the first person to throw a player under the bus (laughs) and like step on his neck and then suddenly he saves a day and we're like yes we do (laughs) so I I I partially understood it Mm -hmm. um but again also incredibly supportive bosses and teammates at the Mets who are there for me every step of the way and they're like listen you'll get this um you'll understand it Mm -hmm. and just do me a favor. My, my producer was like, do me a favor. Don't check Twitter during the game. And I was like, that's going to be impossible. Good rule. Yeah. Nine Smart. innings is a long time. Baseball, although it's my first love, is a long fucking game. Long yeah. Game. And, <laughs> and so we did this thing where I'd say, all right, <clears throat> I have a clap back. So I'm just going to text it to you. So at least I can get it out of my system. I do that all the time. I type you it know, out. And then I just delete it. Yeah, just you don't delete respond. It. You, you don't it. have like a running tab of your. <laughs> no, I just I get it all out and I write it a novel. Some of them will be like plus like five hundred characters, and I'm like, I know Twitter. Even if I wanted to send this, I could send the red, but it's okay. But I'm like, I'm just gonna keep writing, and then I just delete it. <laughs> you should keep it. You should keep it and one day publish it. I'm telling yeah. you. Ooh, a bad idea. Yeah, you should do it. Or Kindle's it. Kindle's clapbacks. Your t- yes, exactly. <laughs> with a K. Exactly. Clapbacks with a K. Clapbacks with a K. 
<laughs> so, I mean, this is actually, you know, you're talking about the Mets and that's, you know, you're a PA announcer there. How does this, you know, your resume then lead you to what I would think is a dream job? Because I have no idea. Again. No idea. <laughs> were you just at a parade? Yeah, you know what? I like that. You were in the bathroom. <laughs> I was at the Thanksgiving Day parade. <laughs> in line for, a, for <laughs> some wine at the yeah. stadium. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I, I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, every broadcast job I ever had, I always pushed for sports stories interesting sports stories, always looking for the woman who accomplished something, you know, the Latino who accomplished something, the black, you know, any, anyone that didn't get their due stage to tell their story. That's the story I was looking for. And honestly, I, um, I, 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 here's, here's the story. I mean, this is, Mm. is, and I will give you the, the quickest version I can possibly give you. I, three summers ago when this happened, Mm. I was in between jobs. And when I say in between jobs, I was broke. In Mm. in Puerto Rico, we say pelao, which means hairless. (laughs) Like you're so broke, you don't have hair on your head. And I was, you know, my my friend would say, you don't got two dimes to rock together or nothing and or pots of pissing or windows of pelao. And so I was freelancing everywhere I possibly could. and getting emails, I saw an email from someone I didn't recognize and I read it quickly. And it was something about oh, the Mets need a PA announcer, but I was like, I have no idea what this is. Hmm. And so I started just, you know, hustling, hustling, hustling. Hmm. My phone, I keep getting this call from a 718 number. It's New York. It's either the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, or Staten, or not hmm. even Staten Island, the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Queens. If I don't recognize your number and you don't leave a message, sorry, I don't talk to you. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And um, at least leave a message. I know. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I, something. Yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> so um, I, the, you know, Google gives you, Gmail gives you that like, you know, nudge of, you never responded to this right. email. So I was like, oh, who is this? I see someone, David Newman. I'm like, I don't know who this man is. Mm. Sally Frattini highly recommended you. And I'm like, who the hell is Sally? Who, who are these people? <laughs> And I'm looking at this thing where we're, we are looking at the New York Mets are looking for a PA announcer. You come highly recommended by Sally Frattini. Um, Joe DeVito will call you. Please let me know um, if you're interested. And I was just like, mm. what? And maybe not even the PA announcing was in there. Mm. I was literally at a, I had also just shot a pilot for a show that I thought I was going to do. Mm. Mind you, with no money. I like got these 20 something year old kids from Connecticut. I gave them food and they gave me, they shot my pilot and they edited it and it was fantastic. Nice. So I had been shopping it around. Here's the 718 number. I have the vague recollection, someone from who and like the Mets, who city feels. And I'm like, hello. (laughs) Yes. You are a very hard woman to get a hold of. I'm like, who is this? with the New York Mets. I'm like, what do you want? (laughs) You get my colleague David Newman's email and I'm like, what is this all about? He's well, we're looking for a PA announcer. I said, you do realize I'm a Yankees fan. And he goes, it's okay. So am I. And I was like, okay. So I was literally walking down Mercer street in Soho and he gives me the whole thing. 
Um, we are looking for a PA announcer, specifically a woman, specifically a Latina. And I said, why? And he goes, I thought this would excite you. And I said, no, I have to be suspect right. of these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not here to fill a box. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to, to check a box. Like, wh- why now? Why right. in 20 whatever, 2017, 2018, have you right. suddenly decided? And he said, you know, well, ownership has decided, A, that we want a woman. We want to turn things. Now, mind you, this is at the very beginning of Me Too. Mm. Um. And I said, well, whoever came before me, I don't know why he doesn't have his job. It's mm-hmm. none of my business. I don't want to know. I, uh, and honestly, I didn't want to know. Right. And I said, uh, and he said, do you know baseball? I said, yeah, I know baseball. And, and he said, well, would you be interested in doing this? And I said, well, why the whole Latina thing? And he goes, mm-hmm. well, we want to reflect the people who watch baseball. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mr. Joe DeVito, even if you made that up, I'm buying it. Nice. <laughs> like, yeah. I like nice. it. Yeah. I like it. It's a good answer. So um, I said, I don't have a really good voice. And mm. he's like, if you speak the way you're speaking now, you're great. And I said, well, how many mm. people are auditioning for this? And he's like, hundreds. And I was like, oh, whatever. All right. So I go home. I look at the thing. I'm like, Sally Fratini. She was a producer I had worked with years ago. Mm. Who apparently, I, I must have made a great impression on her because she was like, call this woman. And so they said, they, um, they said, okay, we'll come to the ballpark. They gave me a time and they spaced us out so mm-hmm. that we wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't see who was auditioning before okay. or after. And I go into the clubhouse and I was like, wow, I'm in the belly of City Field. Like, this wow. is cool. And they put, put me in the family room. Wow. So I'm sitting there. I start playing with the Easy Bake Oven, the Legos. <laughs> I'm like, David Wright's kid playing with this? Like, what? <laughs> or doesn't have any kids, but maybe he comes through here. I'm like, okay. I'm like poking around all the kids stuff. Yeah. And, um, and they say, oh no, let me back up. They send me this long script and they say, record this and send it to us. And I was like, mm. I don't have any technology. And they said, oh, just do it in your phone. Mm. So I kid you not, they gave me the opening day script with wow. the starting lineup with the so coaches' cool. names and all this other stuff, I'm like Googling. I'm like, you know, because there's some <laughs> players that you just don't hear of all the time. Yeah, for you know, sure. And I'm, and I'm trying to hear like what they sound like. Literally, I'm in this that closet, that one right there, <laughs> in pajamas. I mm-hmm. record the whole thing. And then the day late, that night, they said, can you come in for an actual audition? Okay, so wow. I show up to the ballpark. I'm messing around with the Easy Bake Oven. Joe DeVito comes in. He's like, are you ready? And I was like, as ready as I'll ever be. Right. And he's like, by the way, it's Brandon Nemo, not Brandon Nemo. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh there you go. <laughs> he goes, it's okay. It's okay. You're cool. Okay. And so I go up. Now I'm like up in the production offices mm. and I walk into the booth. There's a different gentleman, uh, Tim, and I look at him and he gives me a piece of paper. So now I had to recite. This was sight unseen. They just give it to you as you're walking mm. in. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I look, it's really cloudy. This <laughs> poor producer, I was like, hey, how are you? He's like, great. I'm like, um, listen, I don't know if I'll ever be allowed back. <laughs> you think I could take BP? And he just looked at me and I was like, maybe just run the bases. And he, like, <laughs> pushed, he pushed the paper. He was like, can you just read the bases? <laughs> 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 Sit in the PA booth yeah, at a major totally league ballpark. 
Yeah. Like in the best seat in the house. I had no mm-hmm. idea if I was ever going to get that opportunity. I felt like Julia Roberts winning the Oscar. Like, no, sir, stop waving that baton. I'm going to stay here and finish giving my speech. Yes. Right, right. So I did the thing. And, um, and unbeknownst to me, so when you girls come to a ball game, which please come um, once we all yes. rebound from all of this oh, crazy. Right, yes, yes, yeah. yes for the, sure. My, my booth is, um, there's like a drop. So, so here's my window and then mm-hmm. there's a drop okay. <clears throat> and you can, if you're short enough, you can stand there and mm-hmm. not know that someone is under there. And so under me, but sort of to the side, yeah. unbeknownst to me was Joe DeVito and Jeff Wilpon. Okay. The Mets. Yeah. So I do my thing. I'm looking longingly at him like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I drive home. I'm at my niece's lacrosse game, the one who wants to become a sports journalist. Yeah. I see, now I have Joe DeVito in my phone, so I know it's him. Right. And I'm like, hey. And he goes, well, I'd like to formally offer you this job. Oh, my God. Nice. So cool. Oh, my God. So cool. That is crazy town. I said, really? Wow. Um, And he said, you know, we've decided to split it up between you and someone else. Mm. And I kid you not, I said, and a man. And he goes, yes. And I said, okay. <laughs> I said, listen, baby steps. Now, right. he told me it was Colin Cosell. And I was like, Kenna Howard? And he goes, actually, oh, it's his grandson. <laughs> and I was like, nice. <laughs> Which is so funny. I mean, because Colin is a dear heart. He is, mm-hmm. I tell him all the time, as, and I tell the, the players this too, that you're all the little brothers I never had and never wanted. <laughs> um, he's a great partner. He is so lovely and so hysterical. Awesome. Um, and I, I, I still can't believe I do the job. I really, really can't. I think that's so fucking cool. And that's such a dope story. Yes. So yeah. dope. Like, I, I no. preface it by saying, let me give you the Reader's Digest version. Oh, no, 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 give no. us all the details. Yeah. No, Wait, that's so, so, so cool. have you taken BP and ran the bases? I have yet to run those motherfucking bases. Oh, God. Well, here's the what? deal. Listen, you have to be royalty to put your little paws on that, on that diamond. You've okay. never seen greener grass. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it you know, on the PGA. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I've, I've done a couple of stories where I've interviewed some of the guys and they won't let you go past. Like, you know, you have to be between mm-hmm. the dugout and the first baseline. Wow. Like, there is no, there is no, yeah. you know, I got, could you imagine if like I stepped somewhere along first base and then <laughs> God forbid Pete Alonso did something, I would kill myself. I'd be like, oh. It was because I stepped on that blade of grass. True, true. Oh, you know what? It's true. It's true. I mean, I've gotten, yeah. I've been able to walk, you know, alongside it, but never on the grass. Because, you oh, know, yeah. we do the meet and greets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kind of stuff, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty yes. pristine. It's it a religion from what. True, sacred as land. Baseball, <laughs> as as a, as, you know, my husband's a baseball fan, like, beyond we were actually up late watching the korean baseball league the other night okay <laughs> i'm not I even mad at it I love yeah he, oh no we have part of the old yankee stadium in our house like we have our the, the thing. We, we have the seats like the he, he's crazy i don't even know we were in this from really the leeches or something yeah as well you yeah. should i have dirt yeah. from Derek jeter's three thousand hit i mean oh. it's not very ridiculous come on that's cool. Yes, cool absolutely 
That is yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I mean, ba- baseball is definitely a religion and, um, I can understand why they're like, do not step on that grass. Yeah. Like don't, <laughs> Very super don't step on yeah. this business. Super but look, superstitious. I wore an homage to you girls, my WNBA. Yes. We love that. it. Okay. Love so it. I'm, I'm very excited for Sabrina to come to New York. Yeah. Okay. Bye. That's the, that's the other question. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be playing at Barclays. Yes. Um, they have a, like a really young squad coming on. I mean, I it's super exciting. And I, I think like, I mean, who knows when any season is going to start, but right, that exactly. is like, I, I will say, I, I will say right now that they'll be the best team in New York. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> That's not hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Giants, Jets, Mets, Yankees, Rangers, Islanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now there's New York Riptide, the lacrosse team. Okay. Are we missing anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. So New York Libs, I think they got it. I'm They're so be the excited. Best. Yeah. I'm so, so excited. I dipped into the virtual um, draft. Yeah. And we, we saw um, it too. It was very exciting. I thought it was exciting. Again, my niece was like doing, sending me, you know. Sure. I can't believe I fell asleep. I'm like, dude, you try. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then talk to me about staying up late to watch the virtual <laughs> draft. But I will say a couple of weeks later when Twitter went ablaze with finally real sports for the NFL yeah. draft, I was like, oh, oh not cool. But no. Sorry. There was a little thing two weeks ago. Not WNBA cool. Draft. Not What's cool. Yeah. yeah. Not nice. Yeah. What, not nice. what would you tell? Because, you know, Sabrina, she's coming on and she's already big time, right? She's yeah. like Jordan-esque. Um, unbelievable. In, in, unbelievable. What is some advice you would give her as she's coming into the New York sports media market? Yeah, that's a that is a great question because you know we eat our young. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, absolutely. New York media, we eat our young. Yeah, you guys are really bad. Um, she's got a great head. <laughs> she has a great head on her shoulders. I mean, she really does. The fact that she could go deliver that speech at mm. um, at Kobe's, Kobe's. memorial mm. service and then go hit the hardwood like she she can compartmentalize which mm. i think is the name of the game when you are a sports superstar in new york because it is as i like to say the center of the universe i know i'm biased because i'm a native new yorker but i think she just needs to keep her eyes on playing the game you know and um make friends with the people that are covering you um, oh that's smart it's um and that's not smart. to say like greasy let's grease no. one of those palms but <clears throat> I admire the women who cover Yankee baseball, Mets baseball, number mm-hmm. one. They see the game so crisply, so clearly. They have had an uphill battle like you cannot imagine. I mean, I've seen news conferences mm-hmm. where they're just like, you know, fighting for their lives. Um, and, but they, you know, they're our champions. So right. I would tell her, know who's writing about you, mm-hmm. you know, and know, know their name, know their face. And sometimes they're going to be nice and sometimes they're not going to be nice. But like I said earlier, like we love a good comeback story. Not that she's going to need a comeback, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like it just, uh, I think when you know, when you know your competitor, then they don't seem so big, bad and monstrous. Right. Um, Yeah. Cause I would say, I mean, I would say in New York sports, I lived in New York for about eight years and my husband's from there. So in the baseball world, I would think someone that is really good at the New York sports media would be someone like Derek Jeter because he oh, yeah. was just like the king of New York. 
he was the king of New York, but he also, he didn't suffer fools and he still doesn't suffer fools, you know, like hot. I mean, I did meet him. Oh, oh, yeah, spill Um, it. After his rookie year. Mm. I can't believe I'm telling this story. (laughs) <laughs> Please. Uh-oh. We're gonna put it in your wiki. Uh-oh. If it is let's just say if, if, yeah, if this ends with like a fruit basket, I'm gonna be very happy. The reason I'm not this is Derek Jeter. No, it was not that salacious. Um, it was it was after they won. And um and my my best friend at the time was like, girl, he hangs out at the China Club. So we went to the China mm. Club. I was still I was a teacher. I was this was what, after they won in 96. And it was a Wednesday night. I had like a first period class. I was like, I cannot be staying out late. And she's like, let's just see if he comes. So we were there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like getting bored. And she's like, oh my God. And in, in walks Derek Jeter. <laughs> it was like the, the flock of, of humans. Like, oh my God, Derek Yeah. Right. And I just remember thinking, God, he's really tall. And so he did his lap, you know, and he was, he was Derek Jeter, like Mm. what you would expect him to be this awesome presence. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so my girlfriend is like, should we leave? And I was like, no, we should do nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. I'm like, I've been here before, please. And so uh, I end up going to the bar, my girlfriend, some guy is hitting on my girlfriend and I'm just like, I'm looking at, I'm literally like. I got first period class. I got a bunch. I have 18 senior boys and I need to, you know, knock senseless. And because I knew at the China club, I was not about to start talking to him about, oh my God, that amazing catch or what do you look at coming down the line? Like, are you looking at the stitches? What is your vision? Like, I'm not going to do that with him. At, you know, I'm not going to talk. He's not going to look at me and say, oh, this chick wants to know about <laughs> what pitch do I avoid? Or like, yeah, yeah. So I kid you not, I turn around, I have, I don't even remember what drink it was at the time. And there is a man that looks like a handler and he's like, Mr. Jeter would like to buy you a drink. And I was like, oh, oh. that's very sweet of him, but I am not a sycophant. And I, I kind of try to shimmy my way around him and I go, and by the way, sycophant is someone who's obsessed with someone. And that is not me. <laughs> I walked around him. <laughs> And I said, we got to go. Oh, just, man. Who was that guy? And I was like, nobody. Nobody. We got to go. We got to go. So I could have had, oh, had a wiki. drink given to me by the one and only Derek. Man, Peter, but I didn't want to go out like that. Man. You are a, better than me. I know. Liz <laughs> <laughs> wants that fruit basket. <laughs> I've been like, oh, yeah. Give me, yeah. Give me my roses yeah, while I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. I'm sure you have like a million stories of people you've like interviewed and places yes. you've been. Yes. Too many. So actually, like- I actually dug up this up when I, I wear this shirt frequently. Yeah. But I dug this shirt up when I was at GMA. One of the stories I did that I loved, loved, loved was... Yes! Oh, yes. 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 They gave it to me. Oh, awesome. It has my name, but it was with Lisa Leslie, and it yeah. was we went to um we went to uh a basketball court somewhere uptown. I can't remember it exactly, somewhere in Harlem. 
she's a goddess so smart mm-hmm. so lovely um I mean this was years ago but yeah. she was just uh I just remember thinking wow I'm interviewing I'm interviewing a great and it's a woman mm-hmm. and so cool ABC was Legend. like oh wow that's pretty cool that's so really cool. cool. That's awesome. I know. I gotta. Oh my I gotta gosh. This thing out. I know. Yeah. In my in my in my in my quarantine, I'm like redoing everything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sparks joy. So exactly. you know, body <laughs> oh, yeah, approves. So yeah, WNBA approves. You're welcome. <laughs> Pun intended. Oh man. You know what? I, it's my it's my time right now. You know? <laughs> I love it. The, the caffeine love kicked it. when the caffeine kicked. Um, <laughs> well, I do. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Somos on Air. Because I think that's a really important initiative that you're producing and that you're putting out that content. And I think it just really adds to your Wikipedia page. If you talk, <laughs> I love the Wikipedia page. If you talk, I, I had heard actually during your, uh, during the podcast, Like Things Out Loud, you talk about it. And I would love for you to talk more about it here on our Yeah. Podcast. I Well, I'm, thank you. And I'm glad you're nudging me because- Somos has been um, on hiatus right now because, as I mentioned in my earlier long-winded story about the Mets, I was shopping it around when okay. Joe DeVito messed up my flow. <laughs> so um, it's, uh, you know, it was one of those things that just came out of working at all of these networks, mm. being the only, um, you know, I was the only Latina in a lot of places, yeah. you know, or one of two. And it always drove me nuts. And so yeah. I went out of my way when I would cover stories, whether it was a hurricane or a sports figure mm. or anything really, I would go out of my way to find a person of color mm. to interview um, and just pull them out of the whatever role the media had put them in. Mm. And so it, ju- it, it really drove me nuts. It drove me nuts that there were mm. so many really talented Latinas that were just weren't given a chance, you know, weren't mm. given a shot. I mean, mm. I there are horror stories of, you know, do you want to change your name? I'm like, change my name oh. to what? <laughs> my first, that same news director that was like, put on some makeup. He said, I think you should change your name to Mary Castro. And I was like, I'm not <laughs> yourself. What? Um, I can't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, I was just like, you know, and 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 my mother, God love her, Miriam. She's like my 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 champion, and she's. Yeah. You know, 83, God bless her. And she has seen me through mm. the ups and downs and the fits. And, and she would say, like, I don't understand. You went to private school on a full academic scholarship. You went to Wesleyan. You went to Columbia. You are so qualified. Why Why do you get passed over? You know, and I was mm. like, I, I don't know. Like, what, what can you do? You know, and I think as women, as women of color, yeah. at some point you're like, is it me? Yeah. Isn't yeah. But is it really me? Yeah. And so oh. wearing that, because I was always like, mommy, it's just, I just have to work harder. I just have mm. to work harder. I have to work smarter. I have to work. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit, I'm working harder and smarter and harder and harder and smarter. <laughs> and I'm broke. I have no job. Like, yeah. so I was like, well, I'm just going to do this myself. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I literally, yeah. I literally just, I was fortunate that I had the know how of, Everything, News 12, Channel 11, mm. ABC News, CBS News, ESPN. I knew how to tell a story from the beginning, middle, and end. Because I went into it being a writer, 
I knew the writing portion because mm. I learned how to produce. I knew the producing part. I knew what the end, what I wanted the end results to look like. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to edit. Like there's a reason that there's an Academy Award for editing. Sure. That I <laughs> Um, but I know how to sit with an editor and say, this is what I want this to look like. This is what I, this is how I would like you to score it. And I'm also right. fortunate that I've worked with people who are so, so talented who will say, Marisol, I know you thought about this, but how about this? Right. So I just was like, you know what? I have everything it takes except money. <laughs> and my mother was like, why don't let money stop you? Just right. you'll figure it out. And I did. I very, very was so lucky. I had worked, I'd freelanced at an ABC affiliate in New Haven. And I met this kid, literally a kid. And I was like, you're too talented for this place. I know you need to be somewhere else. And he's like, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, do you have friends who know how to shoot or edit? Mm. Like, what do we need to do? So I told him the concept. He's like, are the Latinos we profile going to be as hot as you? And I was like, hotter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give a 22-year-old white boy from Connecticut a hot Latina and some food and wine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, so it was, re- I was, I was very fortunate. And so, mm. you know, I did the pilot, I did the first episode and then the Mets happened. Mm. But I think like many entrepreneurs, you have to figure out how you, how is this thing going to sustain itself? Yeah. Um, many years ago when I said I, w- I was done with, with mm. broadcast journalism, it was the same thing. You know, I, I had, I had been fired from CBS news along with <laughs> all my anchors, other right. anchors. And um, someone said to me, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I never want to do weather again. Mm. And I said, and I would like to create a bilingual talk show. And this wow. was in 2013. And he said to me, then let's do it. Yeah. Um, he was my manager at the time. And we, it, it was literally one of those things where I just went, my mother always says, when everything else fails, you do what you know, you know how to write. Mm. So just take pen to paper and do it. And mm. we shopped it around. The concept was just, it was a talk show. Mm. And the two hosts were fluent in English and fluent in Spanish. And the natural cadence of the conversation was going to be, sometimes you throw out a Spanish word. Mm. If you walk down any street in New York, and I'm sure in Chicago or Miami or LA or any city that has a Latino population, you will hear words in Spanish. And so that was how I envisioned the talk show. Mm. Um, I will not tell you, all the ugliness that ensued after that. However, (laughs) NBC picked up the pilot. They flew me and the cast out to to LA to shoot Mm. this thing for a week. And um, in the end, I lost out to Meredith Vieira. And I was like, you know what? If I got to lose to somebody, Mm. I don't mind losing to Meredith. I knew her and I was like, she's a great journalist. Mm. Um, I get it. When we shopped that thing around, I can't tell you, and we went everywhere. We went mm. HBO, CNN, NBC, yeah. ABC, Disney. We went everywhere, and I w- it was literally me mm. and my co-host, who is half Cuban, half Mexican, mm. and a sea of white faces on the other side of the you know conference table. Yeah. And half of them were like, oh my God, this is fantastic. And the other half were like, we have to convince our viewers... <laughs> that Puerto Rico is a real place and that you're here <laughs> legally. These were wow. the actual conversations in 2013. <sighs> these were actual conversations that I was yep. having yep. in media. Mm. And I was just like, you know, cause again, New York is the center of the universe. Like right. everyone knows what Puerto, you know, <laughs> yeah. Puerto Rican, sure. you're Mexican, you're cute, whatever. Yeah. So um, that entire experience taught me about the business mm. of broadcast. And it was a hard, hard lesson. Wow. But it was a lesson I needed to learn, you know, like yeah. don't trust everybody. 
um, know where your money is going, demand more. It's going to be scary and not everyone is going to love you. And you just have to accept that. Yeah. So fast forward to I'm broke. I'm tired of looking at the landscape of television. And mommy says, then go do this. I was like, Oh, speaking up, it's my mother on cue. I'm on a, I am on a very (laughs) serious podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Something? You going up? Okay, bye, bye. <laughs> Bye, mom. Bye, mom. Crazy. Um, I'm cute. She did that the other day during a Zoom call. I'm like, I do this every day. And the thing is, like, she thinks if she walks slowly, like, no one will see her. And I'm like, dude, we can see you. So just walk. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, so to answer your question. I would like to, now that I feel like my footing is a little bit more settled, right? Mm. I say footing is settled because shit is never normal. Like it just isn't. Like if you're waiting for every piece of your life to be exactly as it should Mm. be, Mm -hmm. you will never get anything done. But I have money in the bank and money is coming in. You know, before it was like money was going out and nothing was coming in. And I was like, oh my God. Right. Right. How many right. more peanut butter and jelly sandwiches can I make for my children? Right. Um, so, <laughs> so now I'm 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 reminded of it again, mm. and you know all the places I've been. You know, you always and this is something else I I, I tell folks who want to get into this business, regardless what happens to you. Like, mm. I was fired at very un- unceremoniously from CBS. Mm. I could ca- I I could call any one of them that worked there. Well, no one that I worked there with is still there. But right. you know you maintain character and integrity. Mm-hmm. I've always done that. You know, even the stupid news director who told me to change my name. Right. Um, or the executive who was like, what can we do to make you look less chica chica? Um, um, wow. I've handled every, oh, we'll have to have a part two. Look at this one's face. She was like, hey, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but I've always handled myself with integrity. Sure. You know, and when I have, um, you know, there were a couple of times where I've flown off the handle because I'm just like, you mm. just get so outraged. Yeah. Um, and I've gone back and I've apologized. I don't apologize for what I said. Right. You know, I apologize for the way I maybe delivered the message, but I'm not going to apologize for being born exactly who I am. Right. And wanting more and wanting the absolute best. Right. Um, so, you know, I think having that slew of experience, the good, the bad, the ugly. Sure you have all these relationships. Um, and the name of the game is, oh, who's the, what's the distribution platform going to be, right? So right. back in 2013, there was not all of this. There weren't podcasts. There weren't, sure. right. you know, a show could live literally anywhere, which yeah. is great, but it's also scary, right? It's not just the big, you know, the five big networks. It's now uh, on yeah. Hulu. I was like, what? <laughs> <Genesis>. <laughs> Which I've never heard yeah. of this channel. <laughs> Constantly. Which, you know. Yeah. So I, I still, you know, in the meantime, while I'm, I'm still trying to put pieces together and to figure out what the show looks like, because every six months that I wait, technology changes. Sure. The way we oh, consume yeah. information yeah. changes. So I have to adapt to it. Absolutely. That being said, when I do the, the, the morning show, I very transparent. I'm like, I'm, I'm like Issa Rae. 
I'm rooting for all the Latinos. <laughs> I'm going to see a Latino in every story I do. Yep. And even if he's not Latino, I'm going to pretend he is. <laughs> You're all, here's Tomas Brady. Tomas. And- <laughs> no, you heard Tomas Brady is going to thump Yeah, exactly. 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 Hey, it makes sense. Whole bloody gronk. Oh, right? It makes sense. It makes sense. No, yeah. I will I will continue. If you need somebody to continue to push you for Somos on Air, I promise I can be that person because Thank I think you. we need that and I I think that um I would you know it doesn't matter if there's a million podcasts if there's a million in one that's even better you know yeah. everybody yeah. there's something yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. yeah. um you're doing what you're passionate about and you're just putting content out there and you know like you said technology changes you could be on Quibi you can oh pitch God. it for Quibi, you some, know, the, some five oh, minute little, yeah. Tri- 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 yeah. Tri- yeah. yeah, when we got, when we went on lockdown, we're like, oh, let's use Zoom to record this. It was just like, okay, <laughs> you know, <Perfect. laughs> we couldn't go to the studio. So we made the studio happen. And, you know, I think that that's the spirit yeah. um, that drives us. And I, I honestly believe that's the spirit within you that makes you our woman crush. Yeah. Because we see that. These are my heart eyes. It's true. Wednesday. It's yeah. true. I mean, and we we were doing Women Crush Wednesday because we're like, let's celebrate women in you know in sports. They have to. I mean, have to. Yeah. 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 Why not? It's just. It's we have to. to. It's we have to. not to. It really, really is. Yeah. No, but wait, where are each of you? You're like spread across the globe, right? <laughs> well, right actually, now, yeah. yeah, right now we're like three points. I'm in LA and Kendall, I'm, you're in. I'm in Utah right now. Utah! I know. I'm in Utah. Yep. Weird. And uh, Karen, you're in San Francisco. San Francisco, San Francisco yeah. But normally we're in, Liz and I are usually in, in uh, LA. Yeah. You really are spread yeah. out. We yeah. are. We are. Holy smokes. Yeah. And and our guests like you, you're in New York and yeah. they are all over oh, the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Texas. so look at you girls. I mean, Do we're it. we're mm-hmm. leveraging coronavirus. Oh, I mean, come sure. on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm all, I know you're in your house. You can be on this show. I don't pretend. Don't act like you got somewhere to be. You can't yeah, be exactly. Right now. And on top of us, we're all social media like directors and managers. Right. So we're like, we so know where to see. find you. Yeah. Stop. We know what you're doing. We know, we know what you. you're doing. Yeah, you're okay. Cat location right here. You're on your <laughs> Oh, we know. We know when you did it. We know how you did it. We know you are. Oh, you guys should have jobs in the CIA too. I mean, it's very similar to the yep. FBI doing what we do. Well, so. I, when you were like, "Can we do this at eight o'clock Eastern time?" I'm a very I go to bed early. I just I always have. That's just. And I was like, "Oh God, eight o'clock!" But I, literally, I said the same thing. I was like, eight o'clock. I may be like bathed because I get up early for the show. Right. But I don't know where to be. <laughs> <laughs> some mystery that I don't have like my kids are self-sufficient like I'm right. just, they have not come through here we've been, we've been um, pretty lucky and I think for the most yeah. part it's like we just like I think during the day is when we know people are busy especially if you have kids because right. of the homeschooling right 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 so oh. you know other than that other than that like I said you got the time 
Marisol Castro, we wow. love you. Uh, thank you, thank so, you. Much. so much. And congratulations on everything you do. Seriously. Oh, thanks. Congratulations well, we and keep up doing everything that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. We yeah. love you. Thank you. Don't be a stranger. We'll have you I on. Keep us posted. You're at I Marisol will. Castro. Is that your, what are your handles? Twitter is at Marisol Castro. Instagram is at Marisol Castro TV. Okay. My son just got me a TikTok account. Oh, I don't follow us. I will yeah. follow you, but I don't know anything about TikTok except he does okay. that. Dance, dance challenges. Dance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. That's the only <laughs> Okay. That's a start. <laughs> That's a start. Oh, I'm showing, okay. I'm showing every bit of my 45 years. That's okay. Oh, okay. You're good. You're good. <laughs> And then Somos on Air. Somos on Air, which I need to resuscitate. It's there. Okay. There's, I have not done anything in, in forever. Well, you know, uh, you got some media, social media managers here. So let us I know. know. I feel like I'm <laughs> failing class right now. I'm like, I'll grade your papers. And you girls are like, bitch, we'll grade your Instagram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although I just got verified. So I feel, I'm feeling this. Oh, yeah. look at you. Wow. Wow. Amaya mm-hmm. is jealous and I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay. It is. <laughs> It is 9.26. I need to go um, sleep with Prince Nobody, my king-size bed that I sleep like an Exxon. This was the best lullaby ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. We'll we'll be in touch. Thank you. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. So that was so cool. Thank you, Marisol Castro, for coming on for our Woman Crush Wednesday. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we are back, ladies, ladies. Ooh, how awesome was that? Oh, what a show! Awesome. She is She's incredible, great. fucking badass. I mean, we got to start planning our New York trip. That's all I, I gotta say. That's done. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we do. Yeah, dates oh, yeah. are flexible. Activities are yeah. planned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Liz we for sure will figure out where we God. eat. The Met, you know, I guess we're seeing the Mets. <laughs> you know months. what? Get that vaccine, Fauci. We need Get to go it. to New York. I need that vaccine. I need that vaccine. <sighs> well, moving on as we normally do. I know we have a couple of things to talk about for sports in the age of coronavirus. So I think, I know this is pretty tight. Uh, it's a tight one today. But I think one of the main things we should talk about is the last dance. I really feel like that's a big the one. last two episodes. Yes, because I have thoughts and feelings, and I want to know what you guys are thinking about this. Okay, well let's hear let's hear those feelings. Well, I think that Michael Jordan is so petty, and <laughs> I think he's an asshole, and I think he would have a spite store. He would have several spite stores. Oh, for sure. He would he, have like he would mall have his, of the world spite stores. Oh yeah, and he'll have his troll accounts more than KD. Oh yeah, no, like he like accounts. that because that one coach Carl didn't talk to him at the dinner table, and he was like, "Oh, that's how it's gonna be. I'm gonna murder you now on the court." You know, and you're just like, "Bro, maybe he had like explosive diarrhea, and he had to <laughs> go leave the restaurant, and he couldn't talk to you." God, why is everything like a spite? It's like you need to chill. Hey man, whatever motivates you. 
I guess. It motivated like, him to win a championship. That's true. 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 I mean, that's true. So, Kendall, if I could make this podcast the number one podcast in the show, but it would mean I'd punch you in the face, you'd be cool. <laughs> I'd take a punch. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> that's a teammate right there, baby. Hey, man, it's one time. <laughs> I'd do it. Can I at least take my get, glasses off? Get on my level. Yeah. Can I take yeah. my glasses, glasses off? off for sure. Yeah, don't get those shards in your face. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think he's exposing anything that people didn't already have, like, know about, right? That he is someone who has this sort of leadership that is not nice and not to be a nice person. He's like, yeah, I'd rather win than be nice. Yeah, it's not everyone's yeah. bag or tea. That's you know? not my bag. Yeah. That's not how I manage, but again, I haven't won a championship, and he right. has, so okay. Yeah, and you've heard um, that about Kobe too. You know, not, maybe not to the extent of Jordan, but there, you know, it's not like he was sugar and you know, sh- like a cup of sugar. Yeah, right. right. True. True. Um, the other things that were highlighted in this episode was, you know, his father's death, which was I remember that yeah. vividly. Mm-hmm. I remember that vividly, and I remember how the media really spun it to be a conspiracy for like gambling and stuff so it was kind of fucked up how the media did that i think leave him alone his dad died shit come on like take a break that doesn't even make sense that oh like the commissioner is going to tell the face of the league to retire because he doesn't want to suspend him for gambling that just it doesn't even make sense it doesn't make sense stupid it doesn't make sense and also i mean they love money why would they do anything right. that would stop them from getting money? Yeah. Right. You love money. He's the face of your league. People come to watch him play. Yeah. Like, oh, and you're going to, no, it doesn't, none of that makes sense. Zero sense there. Um, the other thing was um, he went to baseball, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which I also thought was kind of funny too, because like he gets criticism about his play, you know, through the sports media. And then he has a vendetta. He's like, I'll never talk to Sports Illustrated again. You're just like, bro, like, you can you cannot take criticism. Like, it's okay. You, that was a very Donald thing. Trump approach. Yes. Bro. Oh, he got, my you know, because he was up there. Once you, once you, that elevation dude. makes you cloudy. No, 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 no. Because my <laughs> husband said the same thing. He was like, you know what? That feels very Trump like. Like, you can't yeah. take criticism. So you just like say, well, you're out. I yeah. can't be in here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never going to talk to you again. I'm walking out. So that is a flaw. I don't care what you say. That's not part of how you win championships. That's just the flaw right there, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and then I also love how he faxed, I'm back. Just like, yeah, the I'm a, back, back. it was faxed, and that was his signature. Faxed. I'm back. The Gen Zers on this call are like, what is that? That was a fax machine. Um, And then Space Jam. Because, Kendall, you had built a uh, video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. The Jordan Dome. Talking about the Jordan Dome. And they mentioned it in this past episode. that They They did. They didn't go into a lot of detail on it, though. You did. We all did. Yeah, we did in our video. Yeah, Like how there, It was basically like Hollywood's biggest club. Yeah. stars waiting in line to like get in. Yeah. Halle Berry, Will Smith, Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. um, you name it. Like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. All these people. Queen Latifah. Nuts. 
Wow. I wow. wanted to go to the Jordan Dome. Well, is it still there? Jordan Dome. No, it's gone. <laughs> 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 so yeah so those were kind of my thoughts i know we're going to be wrapping up the documentary like in a couple next sunday weeks. next sunday ah, last su- yeah mm-hmm. last sunday baby yeah so and ugh, i'm not looking forward to all the reggie miller uh, that's going to happen in these next episodes Ooh. but you mean like what it is Wait, are you talking about past reggie or current reggie does it matter Oof. <laughs> well i guess we didn't see too much of him earlier but now we <laughs> Reggie Miller has a belly button tattoo. Yes, he oh does. It's a son. It's a son. It's a son. And I was watching the footage from the Jordan Dome when they were playing shirts for skins and he was skins. And I was like, huh, that's pre-belly button gross. tattoo. Yep. That was it. That was a big thing. Yeah, it's so gross. And the son is like a Henry Rollins son, or like it's like a son, like know. a red hot chili peppers, like era know. son. Oh yeah, look it up. Well, I'll, I'll you- post some stuff. Have y'all seen the movie Mac and Me with the aliens? I have seen some of it. <laughs> he reminds me of the dad alien. <laughs> he just I've looks so now. goofy looking. <laughs> so fucked <laughs> up. I, he just reminds me of it. He's such a weird looking dude. Oh, I don't oh know. my God. I'm sure I'll put up with it. Oh, I'm just going to imagine the Mac and Me aliens with the belly button tattoo now. Yeah. yeah. You should, that should be photoshopped. Um, Karen, what are your thoughts on the, these episodes? You know, it's it's a hard one because you're just like you grew up a fan. You know, when you're growing up in the '90s, we don't have that visibility that we do now to mm. celebrities or athletes' lives. So it's and plus you're younger too. You're not like as ingrained into it. You're watching the game. You're excited. You're buying the mm. gear. But like, I don't know. It's one of those where you when you know when you realize when you grow up how your parents really are. The kind of okay. people they are. It's right. like that a little bit. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, mom, you drink? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you were a real hoe. I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> I you also like this. <laughs> I also like that he kept calling people hoe during hey. training. Because <laughs> I think hoe is really underrated and I think it's yeah. a great. Oh, one. yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You a hoe. I like Make that. Make the free throw hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a shirt. Make the free throw. Huh? <laughs> I'm sure it is one. Uh, yeah, that's that's actually a good one. And yeah, he called people hoes, which I liked. And then how like Steve Kerr was like, okay, he punched me in the face. And in a weird way that brought us closer together. I'm like, no, that's not exactly what's supposed to happen. It's like, you know, he only hits me because he loves me. Yeah, like, that's yeah, a, yeah, like, abuser, that yeah, victim stuff for sure. It's like you really want to win that badly that you would take physical abuse. Cool. Yikes. Uh, maybe that's why KD got the injury during the finals and also Clay Thompson because you're like, you better make that shot, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn, because that's, that's serious. That's some serious shit. What about you, Kendall? Any takeaways from, this, uh, from these last episodes? Besides uh, the fact that you actually covered Space Jam Dome, the Jordan Dome, did better, better than the did doc. It better. But did it better? Did that one better? And did the yeah, Atlantic did. City uh, Nick oh, story mm-hmm. better? Yes, too? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, I mean, nothing really. I mean, I think that they kind of skimmed over the dad stuff a little bit, yeah. which mm-hmm. I know is like it's a little bit deeper, and Jordan kind of has all producer rights and. Yeah final say on what makes the cut in these things but right. um 
I don't know. It felt like they just kind of like skimmed over it and just kind of went straight into his baseball career, which I understand was part of the whole dad thing. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think they could have dove a little deeper into it. Mm. Yeah. But I plus I'm a little annoyed about like all the like it's 1998 and then two seconds later we're in 1993 and it's like where? Yeah, I mean I. I had no, I, you know, it, that didn't bother me as much as this time around. Cause I know they had kind of done that in yeah. the other episodes, but for some reason in this episode, it felt like they're really trying to smash the time. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were doing it a lot more than Pat or I just noticed it more. And I was like, this is really confusing. But. It's just so weird. Like usually in a documentary, it's like you start when, when Michael Jordan was born and yeah. then it goes to like when Michael Jordan yeah. retired and it's just all yeah. chronological. And this one yeah. is like, 1995 and then 1989 it's like what are we yeah. doing here well we it, it is good to see how petty like the players still are also oh, yeah. isaiah sure. thomas i mean that, i know yeah. that was la- the yeah, episode before but you know gary payton um and all the other teammates that are talking about like yeah this guy really abused us <laughs> but we won. so much he's so real like he's like they had our asses for for three games they just ripped a hole in our ass yeah i i mean i want i wonder how it would have been if it wasn't you know if if jordan didn't have full control i wonder how much you know because apparently i think they don't i think uh someone was telling me that they're not even shooting it at his house like he made them rent a whole house for them to shoot the dock in three different locations yeah yeah. He won't let him shoot at that. So, I mean, you know what? Good for him. He could do, I, you know, he's earned whatever it is because he was also getting paid his salary, NBA salary while he was playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, so shit. he, wor- I mean, he worked his magic and good for him that he did that. So, you know, I don't, I'm not, that kind of stuff to me doesn't bother me. That man should get paid all the monies yeah. for everything because even then, if you think about it, the owners are still getting more than him. Yeah. Um, yes. And so I have no problem with, you know, the money part. I, some of the things that, well, you know, sure, they won championships, but that doesn't mean that he can't be critiqued. Yep. And, and also, I'm kind of like thinking like, fuck, I hope these kids now aren't looking at that thinking that that's how they should be because there's right. all kinds of ways that you can be and still be a winner. Yeah. You don't right. need to be Joe Jackson over the Jackson 5. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't. You don't need to create that kind of abusive adversity to win. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to be a battered, uh, you know, person. You don't have to be like right. domestic violence in a in a league for you to win. So right. there's that. Um, also, quickly, we should hit on the NBA season. They're looking to restart it in June. I know we've talked about this. Um, they Shaq came out and said, you know what, anyone who went, who would win this season would get an asterisk anyway. So you guys should just scrap the season. I love Mark, Mark Cuban is also like, my team's not going to play unless it's hundred percent safe, you know? And so that's like good. And of course, Kendall, LeBron James has spoken mm-hmm. and he's like, there's, there has to be a season. Let's go. Let's yeah, do this. Of course he has. Cause he wants that. that he wants six. Come on, give me a break. Especially with this Jordan doc, you know, he's like, six, six, six. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's about him. You're not wrong. <laughs> he did, like, some of the stuff he's saying, I'm like, 
Ugh. Boo. Step away from the keyboard. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? It hurts when you love someone and then you act a fool. Yeah. And then you're like, there's a dip in our relationship right now. I don't yeah. know how close I, I know. feel about you. I'm like, mm. I'm he like kind of like walking ring. away. He just wants the ring. And it, you know what? He may not get it. The Bucks might win it. Who know, Who knows? Yep. But let's just not kill people in an effort to try and get this. How about that? I'm going to agree with that. How about, I'm going to agree with that. And speaking of the Bucks. Good transition. (laughs) Good transition. Giannis's Twitter got hacked and it is glorious. The lesson there is too, his bank account and other things got hacked because he uses the same password. Oh God. It's like one, two, three, four. It's, it's just his last name. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. This is his yeah. last name. That's a good one. Because <laughs> it probably passes all the like the length, <laughs> the different letters. <laughs> They're all, is this an encrypted password? He's all, it's my last yeah, name. <laughs> They're like, uh, actually, this is too long of a password. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got hacked. I, mean, I can't read all of these uh, tweets. I have some screenshots, but some of them were just funny because he's like LeBron James hired a hitman to kill me, and fuck Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like it says that in the tweets. It's terrible. So yeah. I don't know what. I don't know if they ever got to the bottom of who did it or yeah, why. they did. I thought oh, they did found they? this Tell little me. white boy and what? Like, yeah. Some teenager Gen Zer hacked into his shit. Oh man, his and his was going nice, and then one day he's like, "I'm gonna hack into Giannis's thing." Oh, but he 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 got into his bank and everything too. The mm-hmm. same person. Wow. I heard there was more than just this. There was a few accounts and his bank account. But why even fuck around with your you know what you're doing by going public on Twitter like that? Noriri. Um, you know, as a hacker too, mm-hmm. he can get a huge job this way in tech because he knew how to infiltrate <laughs> Giannis's accounts. <laughs> oh man, great! Facebook um, is like, oh, come, come work for us. No, you know? no, more like the Trump administration. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, great, come work for us. Change our passwords. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sir, why is your uh, password Trump uh, one two three? <laughs> Well, you see, <laughs> it's the most beautiful password. It's the biggest, most, bigly. The biggest, it's the bigly password. The bigly, beautifulest <laughs> password you'll ever see. Telling you, we're the best. It's one hundred. Ugh. So yeah. So John's got hacked. That was pretty funny. Um, and then I don't know. You guys got anything else? I just have that timeout. Do it. Do a timeout. We haven't had one in a million. It's Karen, funny though. take it uh, away. What's time his out. face? Joe Budden, Budden, whatever he pronounces. Joe Budden, yeah. And say his tweet about, oh, Seattle needs a basketball team. Motherfucker. Okay, like, bitch, I don't understand how you don't know the Seattle Storm. Like, I don't understand. They're fucking champions, dumbass. Yeah, like, I just don't understand. Like, Sue Burt, like, I don't understand. I'm... <laughs> Did Sue Bird respond? I don't. I don't think she did, but other people did. Like tons of people, tons of like the Seattle Storm. Yeah, we did. Our account did. It's just bizarre to me that you know. I mean, also like I think Jordan did some 
some like thing in this past episode where he's like, Oh yeah, I heard so and so has a good team. Like he the Oh guy, Yukon. He said something yeah. about Yukon. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I heard Yukon has a good women's. Yeah, I rolled team my eyes that. at that. that and cool. I'm just like, you know, it's funny the things he decides to cut and not cut. Right. He has full control. And he yeah. would let that slide. And I don't know. That's what why you keep having people like Joe Budden, who's I'm not a fan. No. He's not for me. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) So you opened your mouth and then it's like, well, you can, you can rest in your grave, bruh. Yeah. So foolish. So foolish. Well, thank you for that time out. I think we're, I think we're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Close this bad boy. For sure. I don't know. About to buy three different beverages. Oh my God. (laughs) You can see I've gotten, my camera's gotten darker. (laughs) Okay, we're wrapping it. We're wrapping it. We want to thank Marisol Castro for oh coming God, on. Thanks, Marisol. Wednesday. We mm-hmm. love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe and review <laughs> and wash your hands wash and your ass. And your asses. That ass. Asses at hands, whatever order. Ass, hands. Whatever order you wish. Yep. Wear a mask. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Our Heart Radio, Pandora, yada yats. Links are all in our bios. Remember, hot tip if you subscribe, you'll get alerted when we have a new episode. Because you know you don't have shit to do, so you better be listening. We know, we know where you're at. We what? just we will tell you, we're like the FBI here of social media. And also, same for YouTube. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you get alerted when we have a new episode going up. You want to see this. We got backgrounds. We got we have facial expressions. Yeah, it's great. Muscles hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you and you'll get to see her, you know, her background, like her actual living quarters. So you know, get to like zoom in to some of the things she has in her closet if if you do, if you want. Um and we're also on Twitter and on Instagram and at The Hoops Talking, as well as TikTok, The Hoops Talk Podcast. Please, please, please. Um, Shit, we're everywhere. Our, we're everywhere. Support our behavior, please. <laughs> um, and Karen, as always, how you want to keep it? Want to keep it sweaty. sweaty. And pretty. Ooh, we out. Later.